This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. From the suburban sprawl of New Jersey to the shores of the Delaware River in eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. And I am Truman. And Jay is not here. And this is episode 287, Sister Abigail! Also, shouldn't it be the raging waters, the raging waters of the Delaware River? Uh, sure. Because it, it rages so hard? Yeah. Really rage. rage. Yeah. And it will with the Nor'easter this weekend. Oh, Yay! that's going to be a rager. Yeah. Um, Jay is once again away, and I don't even think we have a story of where he is this nah, time. we were too lazy to make one up this time. <laughs> We've not come up with one off the cuff. He, It's kind of funny. Last week or a week or two ago, he said, Hey guys, where was I last week? And we're like, we don't remember. We put no. these things on the fly. <laughs> you know, he thinks we put effort into this. Come on, right? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, there was there was something that happened this week that almost made us think we might have to start putting effort into the show, mm. and that was a scary proposition. Yeah, very I don't, scary. Yeah, definitely don't want to be doing that. No, I well, for you know, for a moment, I was trying to explain to you guys that we became the most professional Red Bulls podcast there is. Yeah, and it was like, oh man, that is right. Ooh. You don't, you don't want that responsibility. I might have to start preparing. Uh, I, yeah, mm. that, that's definitely. I, I didn't prepare when I didn't have a full time job. Now with a full time job, I don't think so. What, what I will say about this episode is that um, we record. In order, do 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 do. Ha da 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 da. Making jokes. There you go. Uh, all righty. Well, <laughs> let's get on to this past weekend. Uh, the Rebels went down to Philly, and this is what they had to say. Uh, they beat the Union one nothing on a penalty kick goal by Kaku. Penalty rewarded through VAR. Uh, one of my eagle-eyed friends actually spotted it, and we were all like, you're crazy. And then we saw the replay, and we're like, wow, you're right. So <laughs> uh, if you're like me, you were definitely a little worried because Daniel Royer, the regular p- penalty kick taker, uh, was not on the field resting that day. But Kaku drilled it home. Rebels walk away with three points, one nothing, still remaining one point behind the Atlanta United. Uh, with the Supporter Shield online this weekend, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So for now, let's get into our likes and dislikes. Truman, what did you dislike about this match? I mean, I guess we could get mad and talk about that it was just a one nothing victory. Uh, I'll talk about that in a m- momento. Uh, maybe just BWP wasn't as sharp as you'd like him to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's really the only thing. Again, the defense, I, I have no complaints. Mm-hmm. And a result like this, I, I'm not going to get too mad about. But I think that's the only thing. Just going towards the end of the season, uh, you know, you definitely want to see him look a little sharper, especially when you're going to have to play a road playoff game. And that's when we need that guy to score the most. Yeah. Uh, I believe – I forget if the stat was during the game or where I read it. Uh, but something along the lines of, like, it was, like, the first game all season maybe that BWP was held without a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I mean, that's quite the uh, stat right there. Um, the, my dislike, I guess I would have to say is that, you know, it was just kind of the team came out flat after international break, which is kind of a thing that happens. I don't know 
if uh, MLS is taking time off for the November friendlies. I uh, believe they are. I believe there's a there's going to be another gap. So, you know, considering this team tends to come out flat, uh, it certainly didn't cost them this past weekend, uh, but that is something to kind of be worried about uh, come playoff time. Uh, so hopefully that is something they can uh, work on. Uh, maybe they learn some lessons here. Chris Harmis, to his credit, does seem to be learning some lessons as the season goes on. So there's that. Uh, so let's get into likes. What did you like about this game? Uh, they fought hard on the road and, and got the win, which is something I was very worried about. I mean, I, I didn't really honestly expect to get a win, as, as you guys saw from my prediction last week. I said a draw. Uh, Philly is definitely one of the tougher uh, local teams that they play against. And again, there's a good chance they could see them in the playoffs. So to just kind of go, I mean, really, they gutted out a win. That's the mm-hmm. best way we can put it. Because when you win one nothing on a PK, you you gutted it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I have to agree with you there. Uh, you know, it's anytime you can get a road draw in a tough environment, uh, look, the union are not the crap union they've been for all these years. Um, you know, so a one nothing win is always a good victory to get on the road against a tough uh, playoff-bound team. Um, you know, because, hey, when you come right down to it in the playoffs, that's how you're going to have to win. You're going to yes. have to grind out these road results, yep. whether they be draws or wins. So uh, that, it's certainly an encouraging result, as unexciting as it may have been. <laughs> So we normally do tweets uh, first. I forgot, but so we will now get into tweets now. Uh, so fan tweets. Okay. Lay them, lay them on us. And then we'll do our afterthoughts because I think that's yes. probably a good way to do things. Things. All right. Yes. First, Red Coach Jay Jeremiah says, six goals and six game winners for our sweet Kaku. Mm. That's almost like calling him my sweet, what was it, Babu and Charlie Brown? <laughs> right? I think yes. that was the nickname Lucy gave to Linus, right? Yes. Uh, okay. So anyway, I, and I got to say this result has to do something to get rid of some of that boogie team feeling Philly has, um, has should we see them again. Could be a more valuable win for confidence than, than for points in the long run. Uh, for sure. Philly's definitely been that one team that kind of drives us crazy sometimes. Uh, open Cup games don't count. <laughs> uh, Red the Bull at RBNY2 says... Armas is playing. He can win different types of games. He continues to make good adjustments. I'm more optimistic than ever. And then finally, Casey Jones at Grateful Sweat just says, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure did. Dig it. Oh, yeah. Slim Jim. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. Uh, great tweets. Uh, as always. Please keep them coming. People are starting to actually, I think they're starting to tweet us a bit more now, even though the team is good. Yeah. Yeah, which, which is, is weird. Nice. Yeah. I think that they're finally settling into, like, this team doesn't suck. So we, I guess we have to, if we want to get our tweets out, you got to do it uh, for the good games too, So, which is nice. Uh, yeah, so afterthoughts, you have any about this game? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, th- the first thing I wanted to say is that I know people can get mad that this is a, a one nothing win. I mean, it's a road win. Uh, but there are those groups of fans like, oh, they should have scored more goals. They should have scored yeah. more goals. But I'll, I'll just compare it to this. And I know it's kind of silly because, again, I'm going to talk about the other team I watch, and that's Liverpool. It's, I, I've, that's, I've seen that team win a lot one nothing on the road. Mm-hmm. You know? And 
I, I always like, I watch them like, oh, good. They went on the road and they got a point. You know, they got three points on the road. That's huge. No matter who, who it is, right? You're happy because yeah. uh, yeah. they're still tops in the standing. So it, I don't I don't know why people get so down on this team getting one nothing road wins. You know, I mean, I, it's it's better than the 3-3 draw, right? Oh, Against sure. DC. I mean, mm-hmm. a one nothing wins definitely better than, than scoring three goals and giving up three goals. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say that. I think it was a, a quality hard thought win and mm-hmm. and i'm i'm not gonna get mad i will take the pk end day of the week plus plus they gave it to kaku again mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. missing that one and this one was again not the strongest of shots but he definitely got the goalie going the wrong way yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah i'm with you i mean look when you can grind out a result on the road it's a good thing it's especially good. in a league like this that's uh salary capped uh where there's so much parity um you know, it's it, you can't get down. You can't. Anytime you get three points, three points is three points. I mean, I, I admit I, I was down for a good portion of the summer, uh, but mostly because at home they still look kind of. So, you know, I, and I think when it comes right down to it, I think fans are used to the high flying soccer that Jesse Marsh produced, um, the three goals, four goals, whatever, what have you. Um, but it's a different animal on the road. You know, mm-hmm. and the one nothing victory on the road, even in the Marsh era, that's a good thing. You know, yep. <laughs> it's yep. a good thing. So, uh, prediction standings. I don't know. Did you even calculate these? I did. I did. I put them. Yeah, those are actually updated. These are accurate. Okay. Well, Truman's still winning. He has 31 points. Uh, Jay and I each gra- grabbed a point for predicting wins. Uh, so, that is that standing watch. Uh, so we remain number two in the East and the Shield race at 68 points, which I believe is now tied for third all time uh, for a single season points total. Uh, for, uh, first in points is obviously Atlanta, who is tied for first all time with TFC. Uh, each team had, we obviously both even games played with going into the final week. We've clinched number two in the MLS and would host MLS Cup should we make it. Uh, so it really is coming down to the wire this weekend. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna get into that after, right? We're gonna get yeah. into this. We're gonna just dive right all into standings and all that madness. We're gonna dissect stuff. We are. Yes. All right. Well, then let's preview the game itself this Sunday, October twenty eighth at four thirty p.m. on MSG. The Red Bulls will be welcoming home Sasha Question and Orlando SC. Orlando currently is a bottom feeder with an 821 <laughs> and 4 record, a negative 30 goal differential. The last five is a draw, loss, 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 win. Uh, Jay predicted a 5 2 win. Uh, and I believe what he said 5 2 win, and they clinched the supporter shield. And if that all comes to fruition, you have to give him the belt. Yeah, because that's super not happening. <laughs> Clearly. I'm not going to spend a whole season of being great for him to make one spot on prediction. Hey, when they won the first... Uh, what was the scoreline? The first uh, supporter shield they won, I believe it was 5-2. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, what do you predict will happen this weekend, uh, this Sunday at Red Bull Arena? Well, I, I think they're going to win big. I really do. I mean... Uh, the crowd's definitely going to be on their side. Uh, who knows who's going to, how many people are going to show up? I don't know. I don't know. 4.30 on a Sunday. But the good news is I don't know what time the Giants play, but who gives a shit? 
uh, it just it doesn't matter. You could just get they're done. Come to this game if you had, if are they home? I I don't know. I know they're playing the Redskins, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So who who even cares? If you're you don't have to stay home if you're Giants, no. you're gonna come to this game, watch this game. Yeah. If you're, if you're a Giant fan, and I'm a Giant fan, love the Giants. There is no reason to pick them over the Red Bulls this weekend. No, none, yeah. none. I, it's yeah. So come on, that's not an excuse to come out to this. Uh, numbers. Uh, I mean, it gets, doesn't really matter. I'm going to say they win, and I'll say they win three nil. Um, Jay really thinks they're going to score two goals. <laughs> Has he watched this team play? They're garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Sasha's going to come out with fire. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Total <laughs> trash team. Um, I think the Red Bulls are definitely going to get their game on early on in this one. And then it's just staring at a scoreboard, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't see this. I mean, unless Armist decides to rest half the team, I don't see this not going, becoming a real Red Bull uh, sl- uh, slaughter, uh, uh, you know, over Orlando. Orlando is hot garbage. Um, and the Red Bulls are playing like they have the third best record in league history. So mm-hmm. um, it's very difficult to see me that for me to see this go poorly. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that the, they have some of the best odds of the weekend to win. Uh, something insane. I forget what it was because they are part of my weekly parlay. Anyway, oh, 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 wait. I mean, are we going to have a <laughs> Pat's gambling segment here? <laughs> uh, well, Pat's gambling segment will come right after this. But um, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, so I definitely see a win. And because, as I said, I'm making one prediction for the rest of the season because I'm clearly <laughs> out of it. Four nothing win. <laughs> now, how are we going to settle up second place here? Oh, with me and Jay? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I if I get the four nothing win and surpass him, I just. Have bragging rights? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's really there, we never had a second place. So. Oh, I guess I guess actually, you, since you are in, you're currently in third, right? I am in third, and I'm one oh, point okay. behind him. So you have to you have to get this spot on. I need to get the spot on to pass Jay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then never mind. There won't be any yeah. draws there. So yeah. Uh, New York Red Bull two. We have. Wait, hold on. Before we get the Red Bull too, can we just talk oh, about yeah. the rest of that's stuff? right? We're gonna machinations. I forgot about machinations. Yes. Yeah. We'll let's get into it. the Red Bull two success uh, yeah. afterwards. But let's talk about. All right. First of all, what do you think is going to happen uh, in Toronto against Atlanta? Atlanta's going to win. Uh, I do. I, I don't think the Red. I, I yes, Toronto has the pride of trying to hold on to their right. Well. They've already been matched in their record, but to at least not be surpassed, they they do have that to play for. But look, they they've been a dumpster fire ever since the CCL. Uh, Josie's not even in the game. Uh, I think Victor Vasquez. I think I want to say I heard he's hurt as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 just they're playing with table scraps right now. So it, it's I I just don't see even with the home crowd, I don't see them not winning. And granted, Atlanta. Obviously, has a lot of problems right now. I mean, both on the field with Miguel Amiron being out, and obviously with now this huge distraction that Tata Martino definitely will not be back. Uh, that is not something you want to learn right before you go into any game, let alone the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, but that being said, I just feel like based on pure talent alone, 
Atlanta is going to come out with the win and win their first supporter shield. I'm just hoping Toronto plays in a five, five, zero. It just goes for the, goes for the scoreless draw. <laughs> that's the only thing I think. I mean, I think you're right. I don't think Atlanta's going to lose this game. I think the only way the Red Bulls can have a chance is if Toronto sneaks out a point mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe they do. Maybe the, the crowd gets into it and they play with some energy, but mm. I don't, I don't, I do not see Atlanta losing. Yeah. You? Because, you know, you think we're going to be fired up to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That seems to be more fired up because they have it. It's in their hands mm-hmm. and they're going to come out like a ball of fire too. Oh yeah. Um, so it's really just praying. And again, if the Red Bulls don't win the shield, yeah, it kind of sucks because you definitely want that third shield. Mm-hmm. Some Red Bulls fans have to calm down. Yeah, because oh, of this course. is the greatest season the Red Bulls have ever had. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is, is that the Red Bulls were this year's Yankees to this year's Boston Red Sox. Very much in so. the regular season. The yeah. only thing is, you know, we whooped their ass this year. We didn't get our asses whooped by them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just that we had a great year. There is just the team that's just played one point greater. And yeah. it might it might still end that way. It might still end one point greater. Mm-hmm. And, um, this, and this is a team with the guy who scored the most goals in league history, and oh, set that record. What Bart back in June, July? I mean, yep. yeah, right, yeah, ages it, it, ago. It's been it, it's been an absurdly amazing season that Atlanta has had. Yeah, the the the, the not so Metro grumble folk. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. There is there is no that's so Metro this year. I mean, maybe in the playoffs, sure, if something happens that, you know, but as for this regular season, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, yeah, Shield's great, but don't we just want the MLS Cup at this point? Yeah. Uh, Yay, yay, supporter Shield, hooray. Again, it won't mean nothing if you can't get to the, can't get to the Cup final. And you're going to have to play, uh, you know, these road games anyway, no matter if it's the first game or the second game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the MLS Cup is the kind of like the the barrier to break. That that exercises the demons. Mm -hmm. It is the only trophy that exercises the demons. One more shield won't do that. Um, You know, so yeah, let's keep it. If we get the shield, fantastic. That would be great. But let's not lose our minds. Yep. Okay, so shall we talk about all the wacky scenarios that could possibly happen? Wacky scenario me away. And I mean, maybe we can. I mean, <laughs> the, the the only thing in the Western and Eastern conferences is they're basically uh, two teams in seventh that can get into sixth, yeah. and vice versa, sixth to seventh. That's it. There's no other positions going. Um, ex- I mean, all right. Well, let's look at the Eastern Conference. Uh, NYCFC has 53 points. Um, Philly has 50, DC has 50, Columbus has 48, Montreal 46, Montreal's in seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, you could you could have Philadelphia or DC jump into third place. Wow. Depending on well, let me okay. Well, hold on. Let me I'm gonna look at all the numbers here. Mm-hmm. Uh DC plays. Let's see who they play the last game. I believe it's Chicago. It is okay. Chicago on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chicago on the road, uh, their goal differential is 10. NYCFCs is 12, so they do have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly, I do not think can finish in third. 
uh, because they could finish with 53 points. Mm -hmm. uh, their goal differential is one. Okay. So that would be one hell of an amazing game if they got into third place. Hey, well, who are they playing? Uh, Philly is playing. Uh, let's see. Oh, they're playing NYCFC. All right, so if NYCFC gets into a plane crash and they have to <laughs> put a bunch of scrub, rush bunch of scrubs onto the field, Willie might score 13 goals. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah, this DC and then Montreal is playing New England uh, in New England. Hmm. So maybe that might be a tough game for them. I don't know. New England's pretty hot garbage. Yeah, they, they are so up and down. I, I've I mean, I guess Montreal is used to playing on turf. I mean, they do play at Olympic Stadium from now now and then. Uh, but I, I'm my money's on them being the odd man out after yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the real heartbreaker would be them winning and then Columbus getting knocked out. Oh my God! They they them in New York have both had quite the tumbles down the table uh, the the past month or so. Yeah, absolutely br uh, brutal. Columbus. Who are they playing this weekend? Oh, they're playing Minnesota at home. So come on. There they come go. On, Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> you saved the crew. Now save the season. Yep. Um, and again, Columbus could jump up to fourth. It's really, it's really interesting. Those three teams, Philly, DC, Columbus, can move yeah. all over the place there. It's pretty crazy how, like, you know, us and uh, Atlanta are just kind of like looking down from our ivory tower, like eating <laughs> arms, caviar. Arms folded, arms yeah. folded, going, ha 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 ha. Yeah, like, <laughs> just we, all puffed out. Yeah, if we win the whole thing, we have home games in the MLS Cup. Playoff <laughs> <laughs> positioning. So the real uh, cluster fuckaroo is in the Western Conference. <laughs> Because Sporting KC's in, in first with 59, and then LA and Dallas uh, have 57, and Seattle has 56. Mm. The differences, again, here all comes down to goal differential, where Seattle has 14, mm -hmm. and Sporting KC has 24. Oh, wow. So, so I don't, I mean, I, I don't think there's a way they can get all the way up there. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, I guess, kafuffery that could go on here. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess on wins. Wait, is wins the first tiebreaker? Um, maybe. I don't remember. So, yeah. it's. Uh, oh, here we go. Number of wins, goal differential, then goals for Oh, so fuck everything I said about Philly. They can actually get into third place. Yeah, there you go. Because of, because of wins. Because NYCFC and Philly both have 15 wins. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's just a big clusterfuck. The Western Conference is completely insane. Uh, the only thing is that Real Salt Lake is done with 49 points, a point ahead of the LA Galaxy Yeah, with 48. Uh, is uh, Zlatan still alive? I, I believe so. Uh, I think Petke's uh, season is ending early. You think so? LA is playing uh, at home against Houston. Woo! Sorry, Mike. Uh, it's not looking too good. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Watch it. I... Watch out for LA this year, man. They they've been playing much better under Dom Kinnear. Much uh, better. Well, I, this the way I see it. Sporting KC is playing LA at home. I mean, I think KC wins. Wins Probably. that game. Probably. Um, Dallas plays Colorado on the road. Not a very big threat. But if I would say anything, I think KC is going to go for it and beat LA and just get the Western Conference over with. Yeah, probably. 
Well, we shall see there. Yeah. So big. So big clusterfuck. So what do you what do you think happens uh, in the, at least in the Eastern Conferences? Who, who cares about the West? Oh man, this is going to be a tough one. All right. So uh, I think NYCFC remains in third place. Oh, let's see. So okay. So DC could pass them. Uh, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to say NYCFC at least gets a draw at home against Philly, so they they hold on to that third-place spot. Um, I'm going to give, as much as I'd like to see them fall flat on their face, that'd be hilarious. I'm going to say, just because they're on that garbage field, they're going to you know, make the home field advantage work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of that, I see DC hopping into fourth. Um, you know, because uh, then again, on the road against Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I still see DC getting that win. I mean, Rooney and Acosta have just been playing lights out lately. Uh, they are a scary team, and Chicago sucks. I think they're really <laughs> checked out. I mean, Dax McCarty's posting Instagram videos of him sweeping his front stoop with uh, <laughs> you know, he <laughs> his dress is Chucky. Or no, yeah, Chucky, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, with Alan Gordon watering his plants dressed as... Uh, Oh, Jack Skellington, right? That's his name. I, I think that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they feel checked out. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to see DC leaping into fourth. Uh, all right. So that leaves Philly and Columbus. Columbus has Houston at home. Yeah. So then, so I see Philly dropping down to six because they only get a draw. Oh, wait. Number on tie, tiebreaker. Sorry. So Philly in fourth or Philly in fifth, Columbus in six, Montreal, odd, uh, odd men out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You said DC and fourth. DC and fourth. Yeah. I'm gonna agree with you completely. I think that's exactly how it's gonna shake out. Mm-hmm. Um, which really would just give DC the home field against Philadelphia in a knockout game, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we said last week. You don't want to do. Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you do not want to give DC anything. No. You you need them to finish fifth or sixth. Uh, rest of league. Just so you know. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's on that's on Chicago and again, garbage garbage team. Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I I think you're right. I think I think Smurfs have just enough what it takes just to kind of maintain that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pray to God it gets from another round. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, they've been a a joke. The fact that they're in still third just proves how bad the rest of the Eastern Conference has been. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, right now, if you had to, I mean, who's in third place if you had to base it on, you know, how teams are playing right now? I mean, it would be it would be DC. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think DC. Uh, you know, if you're talking about, I mean, we're not going to look at recent freaking wins and losses, mm-hmm. but I think if you're going to take top three teams playing right now, it is in order: Atlanta, the Red Bulls, and DC. Yeah, maybe maybe the Red Bulls in first because we did beat Atlanta. Right, right. Uh, but those are the three best teams in the Eastern Conference, and it's not even close. Yeah, no, not not in the least. Uh, and then I'd, I'd even put Philly above. I'd put Philly above New York. I mean, yeah, that's, that's how bad New York has fallen off. I mean, what yep. what did what did uh, Matt Doyle call their coach? Uh, Barcelona set piece specialist. Yeah, <laughs> and he said that's like hiring a special teams coach in the NFL. Yes, I yeah. mean. It's you know, for all the doubts surrounding Armis, and I was very vocal. I was one of the very vocal 
critics. Uh, and it was really more of the team just allowing their coach to leave midseason. Um, you know, at, at the very least, he was within the team, within the system. So the transition was far smoother than what NYCFC had to go through. And, and you've seen the results. You've absolutely. seen it. It's been absolutely horrific. Absolutely. Good for them. Good for yeah. them. It's a real, real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> poorly. But yeah, on it, I mean, like, if DC was playing um, a regular schedule for most of the season, held on until they got Wayne Rooney, maybe it would have been different. Absolutely. You know, and then, mm -hmm. and in Philly, they were garbage to start the year, too. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't for those two just really bad first halves by these teams, the standings could have been completely different, except yeah. for the Red Bulls because they're really, really good. Yeah, we're kind of awesome. Kind of awesome like that. So now we can go on to Red Bull 2. Let's do it. All right. Red Bull 2, after sneaking into the playoffs, um, like what, the last game of the season, I think? Or maybe, mm -hmm. was, yeah. Second to last game? Second to so, last game, I think. Second, it was. Yeah. They, they got in there very late. Yeah. Anyway, they won their first playoff game. Yep. One nothing at Charleston, away at Charleston Battery. Um, their next match will be some, nope, Saturday uh, in Cincinnati at 4 p.m. Uh, the future MLS bound FC Cincinnati. Uh, so if you want to go relive Open Cup memories and go out to Cincinnati, by all means. But then you maybe would probably miss the game against Rebels the next day. Uh, yeah, I, I, do, you, do you want to drive out to Ohio? <laughs> One day. I know. I listen. There's got to be someone out there that's going to do it, right? Oh, yeah. There's going to be at least one fan. If if anyone listening to the show is doing it or knows someone's doing it, let us know. They should email us and let it, let us know how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, I want to know how that adventure would be. Yeah, I want to see what Nippert Stadium is like uh, in a, for a USL playoff game. Yeah. Now, I heard a rumor. Is it true that if Cincinnati wins the U.S. title, they get promoted? I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. They win the USL. They, this will be the first promotion. <laughs> <laughs> first promotion in U.S. soccer history. They're, they're so fancy. They're like, we don't even need to win. We'll, we're just going to get promoted anyway. We're going to get promoted anyway. We, pay, we paid uh, Don Garber. Damn it. His name's actually Don. doesn't work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don, uh, I don't know. What does Don stand for in Italian? <laughs> He's a mobster. He's a mob boss. Yeah, John. Yeah, uh, you know, hey, consigliere. <laughs> What's his face? He's uh, Don the Don. Yeah, the Don, the Don Garber. Uh, Cincinnati made their, uh, I don't know, protection payment. <laughs> made their deal. Yeah, so they're they're getting promoted. Um. All right, dumping around. You have anything for dumping around or? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bring up my MLS uh, salary fun chart as I've Ooh, labeled it. Um, let me give me two seconds. I'm bringing it up right here. And do 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 do. This was this was posted by at Stat Hunting Steve Fenn on Twitter. Okay. MLS. He made an MLS wages dashboard. Mm -hmm. And it says reflect yesterday's new MLS players union salary release. Blah 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 blah. Um, I retweeted it. So if you want to go on my Twitter. Uh, just go down a little bit. And it's just interesting. It's it's really looking at salaries of players, um, who spends a lot of money, who doesn't spend a lot of money. Uh, numero uno on paying big money to big players is TFC. Yeah, they are. Where are they at? <laughs> oh, they're terrible. Yes, they're a hot dumpster fire. Uh, the Galaxy are in second. Ch Chicago, because they're giving Bastion Schweinsteiger, I think, all the money they've ever had. 
<laughs> I think that's pretty much the main reason for that. Uh, NYC at LAFC, blah, blah, blah. Down at the bottom, fourth from bottom is the Red Bulls. Shocker. Yeah. Fourth from bottom, obviously, because they're playing, they're paying BWP lots of money and they're playing the, they're paying the RZA a lot of money. Yeah. I saw the RZA was, he's making just under a million, right? Yep. Yep. Um, but we could complain, but it just shows how good their academy is. Oh, yeah. Which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, which do you have a, I believe you have like a topic that's going to kind of relate to this. Yeah, I do. I do have a topic. Uh, I did want to say real quickly, but I did kind of scroll through uh, the Elmas players union salaries and what I, a couple things I found interesting. I was very surprised and fascinated to see how little LA is paying Zlatan. It was like 1.5 million, hmm. which for a player, that name caliber and everything, that was, that was low. And, uh, and, uh, and I think the other thing I found interesting is it took me a real long time to actually get to the bottom of the millionaires. And I was like, huh, league growth, you know? So, yeah. so that was, uh, that was also rather interesting. Um, yeah. So I guess to tie into the Academy system, uh, MLS is looking into potentially doing away with homegrown territories and making it a youth, uh, Academy free for all for, uh, teams. So, you know, as of right now, uh, you know, basically the Rebels and New York City have a 75-mile radius exclusionary zone um, for to uh, grab players. Uh, so Philly, for example, could not come up into here and take players. Um, you know, there's uh, – I believe RSL has – they have uh, exclusive rights on – um, I believe it's uh, like Arizona, for example. So, you know, so that these are things that MLS is looking to do away with. And uh, part of that is because, you know, hey, look, there are teams like, say, Columbus that are in regions that have a metro population of, you know, not that many. And, you know, we, us in New York City, have 20 million players to pull from. And yeah. New Jersey, uh, with, I mean, one of the best. It's it's a soccer state. Yes, it really, really is. Yeah. So it, it's kind of it goes. It, really, what it is, it creates more competition. So for one thing, if you're Colorado, nobody's want to go to you. You know, uh, yep. and that means now kids from Colorado can seek better opportunities with other teams. If you're a team that never plays the kids, now the kids don't have to go to your developmental academy. Kind of like our team under Hans Baca, for example. Yep. You know, the Matt Castles of the world could have gone somewhere else. Uh, the Sashi Hots. Uh, here's some blast from the past names. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I remember them, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they could have applied their trade elsewhere. Uh, now, on top of that is there are probably, because of how many kids we have in this area, just the Red Bulls and just New York City can't really serve them all. So now teams like can swoop in and take some uh, of our kids off their hands. I mean, so this is, you know, this is one good for getting young Americans uh, trained, uh, for getting them potentially ready for both MLS and the national team. I think it's a good thing. I think it also, and I think competition is good because I also think I have been critical of the Red Bulls not uh, spending money. And, you know, I think they might, this might push them a little more to uh, spend money on the roster um, because if they do end up being second fiddle, they're going to lose players to New York City FC. They're going to lose players to other teams. 
you know, it's one of those things. I'm going to tell you why I think this would actually benefit the team. Uh, yes, other kids could go to other academies, but the Red Bulls, bar none, have the best academy in MLS. Indeed. Bar none. Indeed. Now, we're talking about kids, right? Mm-hmm. Where do kids want to go? They want to go to the coolest place. They want to go to the place that shows that they're consistently winners. And that's I- East Hanover, New Jersey. <laughs> and that's why... Our, our high school kids go to Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan and Miami, and they go everywhere else but Rutgers, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they go everywhere else because there's already that established, um, proven system of, of winning. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Red Bulls are. The Red Bulls can clearly tell kids, uh, look, here is Sean Davis. Here's Alex McWheel. Uh, here's Derek Etienne. Here's Aaron Long, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These guys are national team players mm-hmm. for their national teams. You can be that. Look, look what we've produced. Yeah, that's you know, Tyler Adams. It's just it's it just keeps coming. Mm-hmm. And I I think when kids all over the place see that, and the best kid in Utah goes, well, I could go play for Real Salt Lake, maybe, mm-hmm. or I can go to the Red Bulls, who clearly have the the finest academy out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there. Hey, mom and dad, send me to New Jersey, baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I think as long as as long as the Red Bulls continue to invest in the academy, which I don't see any sign of them stopping. Oh, I mean, there's really been ramping it up the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the for this team, it would be a boon. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's possible it would be a boon. I mean, but then there's the other side of it. I mean, think back to the Shiano Rutgers teams. Uh, they produced those great players, uh, players who went to the NFL. Um, but they still didn't get the top players because they didn't win championships. So now the way this team is going right now, that could change this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the good but, thing is John Wolniak is not going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, no, no, he no. is not. Thankfully for that. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Again, I, I – I think competition is good. Uh, you know, it might not be good for Colorado, but for everybody else who actually still cares, hmm. it's pretty good. Yep. Uh, something that kind of ties into that, actually, uh, the, the homegrown territories and everything, is called uh, solidarity payments. And apparently FIFA is in the process of settling a dispute between uh, academies in the United States, uh, training programs, and MLS. Uh, so basically what's been happening in the player at the heart of this is, uh, is Deandre Yedlin. And I read this article a couple hours ago, so I'm hoping I get it just right. But basically something happens in the rest of the world that does not happen in the United States. If a Academy, uh, spends time training a player, which the Academy that trained Yedlin is called Crossfire Academy or something like that. And once he gets, sold on as he was to Tottenham, they were supposed to get a solidarity payment from Tottenham. Instead, MLS pocketed the entire transfer fee. So that, at least that is how it's been done across the world. MLS has never done that. Uh, It's actually a FIFA rule that that's supposed to be done. So right now that is being settled in FIFA courts. So very soon, solidarity payments for non-MLS affiliated academies could become the norm for MLS players who were sold on. Um, are, you, are you saying that MLS was trying to like, uh, like duck a rule? 
Uh, yeah, shocker, right? Yeah, it's weird because Don Garber doesn't do things <laughs> like that. It's so yeah. strange. Yeah. The crazy thing here is that MLS could also benefit from this because, for example, Weston McKinney was he was uh, raised in the FC Dallas Academy system. FC Dallas never got any money for that because uh, I mean McKinney went on a free transfer to uh, to Shaka, but had he had this had um, these rules been in place in the United States, FC Dallas Academy would have gotten uh, money. Another area where this could actually this could end up hurting Liga MX because M- M- Liga MX has been raiding American academies for players, uh, and because they did not have to pay these solidarity payments. So now, if this rule passes, a lot of these academies maybe look for back payments. Eh, Liga MX teams might not be too happy about that. So it may also mean that they'll raid American talent less in the future. Uh, keep more players here, make MLS better. Uh, we start winning CONCACAF Champions League. All right, yeah, the ultimate goal. Yeah, that, that, that'll make Americans care about soccer for sure. So, that's a little something there. Both these, uh, I read about both of these in The Athletic, who are not sponsoring us, but it's a pretty good website. So, but give us money, website. We just yeah. talked about you. So, yeah, yeah, I, I gotta admit, I, I bought the $40 for the year. A subscription for the athletic, and uh, I am in, I'm enjoying my subscription so far. There's a lot of, always a lot of interesting stories on there. So, um, and I guess final thing to note, uh, MLS. I believe I believe the article said in 2020 is looking to start sleeve sponsorship. So, more of that sweet sweet cash. Uh, you know, uh, it was well, just funny. The sleeves just have the MLS logos on each side, right? I believe so. Right. Yes. Yeah, so they're going to be doing away with the MLS logo. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. Uh, very soon, I don't know. Trojan can be yeah. Rebels. Trojan man. Yeah, you want to be known for energy drink and rubbers. It so. better be like if it's the Red Bulls. It better be like Dino's Pizzeria too. Oh yeah, you hope so. You know, <laughs> that, that's what I want. Yeah, or Ruts Hut, White Mana. Like that's what there we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Just all the all the late night eateries in New Jersey. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I, I, all right. Here we go. New Twitter thing again. That's what I want you guys to do. Tweet us. Uh, what do you think would be the the most apropos Red Bulls sleeve sponsor? Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, this is this isn't like say the funny one, but really any college university. Because what do you drink to stay up? <laughs> Finish your paper. You know. True. I don't know how many Red Bulls I die I downed when I like wrote papers for Kane. Oh man. Uh shit, let's see. What else do you drink Red Bull for? Uh snowboarding. That's what I drank it for. There you go. Yeah. Uh not causing car accidents because you're tired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mothers against drunk driving. There you go. That that's our sponsor. Uh all right. And I guess I didn't really do a betting quarter. Uh which I did say last week I was going to bet on the RZA to score mm-hmm. a goal. I, for whatever reason, DraftKings never gave me that option, and I actually just checked today. I don't know if it's be, like a New Jersey thing because, like, you can't bet on Rutgers, for example, right. in, on these New Jersey apps. But I had there are player prop bets for every game in MLS except Red Bulls versus Orlando. I can't bet on a player in, in that game for whatever reason. And That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I did make a team prop bet. I put a dollar on the Red Bulls to win MLS Cup. 
Ooh. Now there how much would that pay off? Ah, like four bucks, maybe. If that. Okay. Good yeah. enough. Yeah. Big money. Yeah, the big the, the big dollars. I, I, I'll uh, look it up while you do Truman's Terrible Scheme of the Week. Okay. Let's hand this one off to FC Dallas, who lost at home to Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, Sporting Kansas City is a very good team. But if you would beat them, you would be the ones in first place right now and not Sporting Kansas City, and you were home. And that is just completely unforgivable that you gave up pretty much pole position in the Western Conference. Uh, shame, shame on you. Uh, I could shame other teams, but why bother? Because really, it's the end of the season. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to shake shame Pecky because um, they did lose three nothing, but it was in Portland, and Portland's a pretty decent team. Yeah, you know, so I can't give them too much stick for that. Um, so yeah, Dallas. I think this might be the second time I've given it to Dallas. Yeah, I think they've. We you know we focused on the new, the Eastern Conference teams that have kind of tumbled down. The uh, the poll the standings lately, I believe Dallas has been in somewhat of a similar free fall, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, so too bad for that. Also, I will win three dollars and 40 cents. For all right, hey, that's big money, yeah, for the Rebels winning the MLS Cup. So, do you, do you want to give do you want to give the listeners a three game parlay for the weekend? Sure, just, if you want to just go winners or losers, you don't have to go draws, no numbers, no none of that stuff. You want to just get straight up winners. Uh, three games. I have already done it, and I took uh, the Seattle Sounders over who are home against San Jose Earthquakes. I took FC Dallas, who was away against Colorado Rapids, and I took our boys, the New York Red Bulls, uh, to win over Orlando City. I put two dollars down, a potential payout of four dollars and forty-five cents. That's pretty good. All right, I want to. I want to have people win money. Mm-hmm. So let's um, let's see. I'm I will give you this is a purely for betting because this is not what I think is going to happen. Uh, let's see. Take L.A. over Sporting Kansas City in uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Damn. Let's take. Uh, let's see. Uh, take. Uh, it's not really. Even, I, I mean, take Portland in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we're not. That's not real big odds, and. Why don't we put Montreal out of their misery and take New England at home over Montreal? There you go. Can't go wrong with that. No. <laughs> that might make you like an extra half a dollar. Yeah, probably <laughs> something like that. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's get to this wrap up. Uh, you can find us on patreon.com slash rebelrand. I think Jay says every week if you go there, you get special stuff. Um, like on top of our monthly wrap-up show. Mm-hmm. You can email us at rebelrant at gmail.com. You can give us a phone call, 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash rebelrant. Twitter at rebelrant. Jay's at Dr. Stooge. I'm at pmacd82. And Truman is at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Radio, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, at soundcloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Last words before we get out of here. I don't think I was ever say this in my entire life. <clears throat> TFC win. <laughs> and of course, Red Bulls. Yeah. You know what to do. Yeah. Finish the job. Yes, that'd be uh, nice if you can get a little W or, you know, even a draw. 
uh, Toronto, that would be rather helpful. And Red Bulls, let's go win. All right, for Jay Truman and myself, this has been episode 287 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lights.